When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning and welcome. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, as we fill the chairs for Vossi and Brandy, the countdown is on. Five more sleeps till the boys are back. And for the first hour, welcome to you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. It's a windy old morning here in Sydney, and I'm joined by Michael Karianis. Good morning, MC. Good morning, Miss I. How are you going? Never better, MC. So today we've got another big show today. It's always a big show when the mm. two of us are in the studio. Brad Fitlay is here today. Yes. He's not going to be on his motorbike <laughs> or he's going to have his Bluetooth sorted. One of the two. Yep. And Jared Waitley. Yes. Missed the, the junket himself. Living the dream, Jared. Is this like a future goal for you to one day be Jared Waitley areas where every time there's a big event on, so I think he was over for the Ashes. Mm. Uh, he does stuff like Rugby World Cup, Olympics, all that sort of jazz. Yeah. He's in Las Vegas. Mm. Now, I'm not going to cast aspersions, but I feel like is Vegas wasted a little on Jared? Well, he is did. He, is he making the most of Vegas? He did mention last week that um, you know people have said to him that Vegas might not be his thing. So we'll find out. He's probably been there for a, a couple of days, and they will see what what he's got up to. If he's dabbled in the Vegas, and he's got some Vegas fever, potentially, Jared. What do you think? So if he's been there a few days, if he's having a proper crack in Vegas, he shouldn't have slept. <laughs> that's just un- have you done Vegas yeah I was that's there in the un- De- I was there in December that's the unwritten rules did I you sleep yeah I slept yeah, yeah but you were there and work yeah, yeah. I've only done Vegas as a boys trip okay five days I think we might have slept the middle night I've never gone in summer in Vegas yeah so that's we were- been my- that's I've been twice now and once as a little so I've been three times but twice as an adult and they've all been because it's the off season like in rugby league off season yeah so it hasn't. I've I've never done summer in Vegas, which I think is very different to winter in Vegas. We were peak pool party season. Yeah, see. We actually had a little racket going, so we went to one of the pool parties, and uh, we were jumping in the pool. We just we ju- we just jumped in the pool from the the you know general dance floor, and I had a shirt on. Yeah. And uh, that was rare. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a little bit like it was getting a bit rough and tumble. You know, bumping people in the pool and stuff. These guys got chatting to us, and my mate goes. Bet you 100 bucks my mate can beat you in a swimming race. <laughs> These American guys, pretty brash guys. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that bet. Yeah. Took the shirt off to race this guy. He goes, what are your Olympic rings for? Oh, 
swimming. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, uh, did they go through? No, no. they bailed. No, they no. bailed. Well, yeah, if enough. I didn't have the tattoo, yeah. I reckon I could have made quite a bit of money yes. in those Vegas pools. No, nah, you would only been able to race once and they would have gone, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I reckon so. And you brought your bodysuit. That was a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> it was also, I don't think you'd want to put your head underwater at those pool parties. Because <laughs> there's people at those pool parties in Vegas who stand still in that pool and don't get out of it from, say, 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Sus. Very sus. But the smell of chlorine is so strong. I reckon it's just ripping the skin off your body. We'll see if Jerry's been up to the same sort of stuff. But it is pretty cold there at the moment. Yeah. Is it? Well, cold for Vegas, yeah. It's winter. Right. Yeah. I didn't know they got – I wasn't sure because it was in the desert. Oh, when I was there in December, it was – you had to have a – whenever you left or were outside, you needed a jacket. Okay. Uh, what'd you get up to after you left us yesterday? Work. Just work, Any mate. big stories um, that you can yeah, reveal? There's, oh, there's a few in, in, in today's paper that, that we can touch on, obviously, around um, the Newcastle Knights and your Bulldogs and, and, and the Roosters. So there's a fair bit of rugby league news around, considering um, we're still early Feb. But, yeah, a, a fair bit. But um, nothing too exciting. What about you? I ended up on the tools yesterday. Okay. Uh, unplanned. But we've got a, a big event on this Saturday at our gym, a, a pride event. So mm-hmm. next week's is the start of pride month or, or whatever it is. So we've got a big workout this weekend, um, big event. So I decided to do some renovations to the gym. Okay. Impromptu, Unplanned. Impromptu renovations. Okay. Whipped out the hammer drill, also had the power drill out, uh, putting stuff in the wall, wall mounted things, drilling um, painting, pa- I was painting a couple of the walls. Just, just randomly? Just went handyman mode. I knew this stuff needed to be done. Okay. But, yeah, it, it was impromptu. And then I was coaching last night till about 8 o'clock. But I wanted to ask you, so I haven't always been a handyman, mm-hmm. but one thing I've learned owning a small business is that you have to be able to pretty much be a jack of all trades. So as far as being a handyman goes, I've kind of learned on the fly and anything I don't know, I'll YouTube. That's kind of the day and age we are, right? So if I need to say, change a tire, YouTube, how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. Um, how to drill into concrete, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. What are you like as a handyman? Well, let me let me put it to you this way, James. So um, we've got another bub on the way. So we need to restructure the bedrooms at home. We've got two Makes queen sense. beds um, and, a, and a baby's room, but we need to... Make one of the queen, the spare room into a, not a baby's room into our uh, for our eighteen month old, yep. so that she can transfer there when um, the new bub comes next month. So we have to pull beds down, swap beds around, um, do Easy. this sort of stuff. Yeah, Easy. Easy. Yep. So I've booked in my dad and my father in law. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> for about nine nine thirty, they'll be at my house, um, and they're both very good. I'm very lucky that I've got two sets of um, dads on, on on either side that. Um, a ve- like my dad is so handy. Like he was a mechanic. My grandfather was a mechanic. My uncle was a mechanic. They had a family business and that family business business is no longer because I am dead set. Absolutely useless. Useless. 40 years that business went for. I've come along. Nah, not for me. <laughs> wow. these, these hands are too smooth. So, okay. So your father-in-law comes over mm. and your own father comes over yep. and they start whipping out the tools. 
Are you sitting there watching? Uh, I know. I'm uh, like fetching drinks, uh, getting their lunch, oh, boy. Uh, handing them <laughs> stuff, whatever they need to make their stay. <laughs> I remember my father-in-law when he first came over when I was living uh, in the NOS at a, a, an apartment. And my, my, I don't know what she was there, my girlfriend or my fiance at the time, um, we, we'd bought a, a print from Sri Lanka that she wanted to put on yep. the wall. Anyway, he comes over and he's got his little leveler, I think it's called, yeah. is that what it is, and he's marking, and he's trying to explain step-by-step step guide of what he's doing. And yep. I said, Greg, mate, here, listen, I'm here to hold stuff and <laughs> fetch you drinks. Do not bother. Do you have a toolbox? Yeah, he bought it for, well, one of them, the dads bought it for me because I was sick of bringing their stuff over. And have you used anything in the toolbox? Yeah, have yeah. you used anything? Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, you, you can put, I can put stuff together. What about a flat pack? Yeah, but usually my wife does that. Oh, yeah. All right. She's a, she does all that stuff. I'm much more comfortable oh, I know in there's the people at home right now whose ears are burning listening to this. I do do the lawns, though. That's not handy. But it's like a blokey. That's about as blokey as I get. Rugby league. The Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Do I need to confiscate MC's man card this morning? I, don't, I think that was gone long ago. If he's sitting there bringing cold drinks and refreshments to his father and his father-in-law mm. while they're building things in his own house in front of his wife, yep. do I need to confiscate this guy's man card? Some would call that smart. There's a couple of things you could call it. 736 is our text line this morning. Uh, all right, last night, there's a one-day international. You get home from the gym, I think. Beautiful, kick your feet up, really hook into this one day. Done. I hope, you're home. I hope you're home by 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. I didn't even check the scores. I'm driving home, get home, turn the TV, TV on. They're playing reruns of MASH or something. Like, What's doing? Uh, so the West Indies, all out for 86. This is the West Indies we somewhat expected at the start of the summer, isn't it? Yeah. Australia come in. They get the runs in six and a half overs. The yeah. fastest one-day international six match. Six and a half overs. Ever in Australia. Six and a half overs. Get this. They lost two wickets as well. I know. Well, they, were just, they were just going for it. Hammer and Tong. Yeah, young six Fraser and, McGurk. Six and a half overs. They could have set the Windies back in. Wow. Yeah. They. It, it was quite a wild game, but... So I get home, cricket's over. Now, I'm, I've told you before, this is my guilty pleasure. Switched on Married at First Sight. Mm -hmm. You've been keeping up with Married at First Sight? Nope. Can I just hit you with the scenario? Okay. And you tell me what you do. Yeah. And you figure out why some of these guys are Married at First Sight are single in the first place. <laughs> Every year they do the same challenge. So they say, let's go with nine couples on the show. Nine men and women. They whip out pictures. So you're the man. Yep. No, of all nine women, including your wife. Yep. First up, you have to rank the women one to eight in looks. And then finally, you get the picture of your wife. And in that lineup, you either put a, you know, first or mid-tier or, or ninth. Where do you put, regardless, regardless of who else is in that lineup. So if you give me a lineup and it's got Margot, Robbie, uh, Giselle, Bundeshen, uh Tyra Banks, whoever it is, the smart play, you put your wife first. Yeah. Darling, you are the best looking woman in the world. Yeah. It's called Eyes Up Footy. Yeah. Yeah, eyes Up Footy. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. knuckleheads no. are married so at what first were they doing? sight. These knuckleheads. And you know what's coming because they say, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. And you go, ah, 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 ah. 
No, 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 no. This is not a time for honesty. This is why you're single. Yeah. This is not a time for complete and, honesty. And this is something that you've said they do every season. So every it's not like year it's a shock it's where coming. they get a little bit rattled or something. They know it's coming. Every year they do it. Uh-uh. It's called a little white lie. A little white lie. Sometimes you've got to do that. They get the card out and they put their wife mid-tier. Some of them put them towards the bottom. <laughs> One of the men said, oh, look. I'm just going to do this based purely on looks alone. As he said that, I'm going, you're dead. You are done. Your time on this show has come to an end. And what were the wives' reactions? Filthy. Absolutely filthy. Most of them cry. They talk to the camera. I don't know how I can come back from this. Of course. Well, it's always going to linger in the back it's of your It's going to linger. And even as a guy, if there's a group of girls rating me, lie to me. Yeah. Lie to me. I'll never know where you actually would have put me. But at least let me go to bed thinking that you think find yes. me attractive. Yes. This is why these guys are single. So I'm thinking, MC, we're going to be the experts in relationship management. Okay. We're both in long-term relationships. Yep. Little white lies that you have to tell your partner for relationship management. Does yours listen? Right now she's at the gym, so she's not listening. So play on. Mine well, never listens. There we go. We've got at a, home. I mean, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we've got free reign right now. Then, uh, you, I think you, obviously you have to be honest, right? So I think when they're so when they're getting ready, or when you're, uh, or if you're at a shop, or they're trying on dresses, or you, you've got to be honest and say if it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good. It's not a reflection on them; it's a reflection on the dress, right? But if it gets to the point where they can't change it, then you've got to then you've got to have that that little white lie. Okay. Do you know, like, say you're yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and or you're in the car, or whatever. And it's too late. It's too late. You're not going to say, "Nah, nah, I wouldn't have worn that," or "You should have done this." But if we're at home, and there's options, I'm saying that doesn't look good. All right. And I've... the same with cooking. Oh, you never say that it doesn't taste. No, good. You, but you got to. No, you you don't. You, you do. You, you got to do it in a respectful way. Yeah, yeah, because. Ooh. But no, because then you're stuck with it. Well, maybe we're at different levels right now because you've got a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> And I haven't, I haven't done the drop near yet. But so. there's, there's a way to do it. It's not going to, oh, this is rubbish. Don't ever, like, oh, I didn't really, that, that wasn't my, up to, like, what I, I don't really like that. <laughs> okay. You know, because otherwise she keeps cooking and it's a waste of time and effort for everyone. Are you willing to take uh, a night in the spare bedroom to say that you don't like it? Or is she No, is no, she she's fine. That? No, no. Okay. Because as long as you're not rude about it, it's the same with my cooking. If I'm cooking something she doesn't like, she needs to tell me because otherwise I think, oh, yeah, this is cool. I'll keep cooking it, and she doesn't enjoy it. All right, we've got heaps of feedback coming through on your man card, MC. Yeah. Also, my guilty pleasure in watching Married at First Sight. Hey, I've started using reverse psychology. I want to tell you a little <laughs> bit more about that uh, straight after this.